Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. And any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. This podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. Well, today is July 30th, and we're going to talk about trends versus fads. You know, everybody who's interested in remodeling or designing any new space in their home are always wondering, are they doing the right thing? And the best way to figure out what a trend in a fad is, is the idea that you have, is it going to stay around for a long time? If so, then that's a trend. And if it's a short-lived item, it's a fad. So there is a a few differences between the two, and we're going to go through some of them. So remember waterbeds? I do remember some people who had waterbeds, and I used to wonder why. I never had one myself. But they were popular in the late 70s through the 80s. And they disappeared in the 90s. I would say that was a fad because in reading the list of negatives, I thought there was more negatives than positives. And the big thing with that was the leaking problem. I guess at some unknown time, people would walk into their bedroom and it would be flooded. So that wasn't a good thing. Another fad was shag carpeting. This I did have, and it was orange, you know, and at the time when I picked it, it was the in color. That was about the mid-70s. So finally, the orange is back, but shag carpeting is not back the way it used to be. It's uh, changed, but still, it was a fad. And avocado appliances were also a fad, but we looked at it as a trend. It was popular in the 60s. It didn't really last that long. Now when I walk into a kitchen and somebody wants to remodel it and I notice the avocado appliances, I know exactly how old the kitchen is, so definitely it's a fad. So let's talk trends. You know, white kitchens, everybody loves white kitchens. I have one. I have been remodeling using a lot of white cabinets. They are definitely a trend. They will be in, I think, till the end of time, although sometimes things change. Uh, Different countertops. uh, A couple years ago, it was a black countertop that was always paired with the white cabinets. But if you invest in white kitchen cabinets, you'll be fine. It'll last forever. Gray is also a trend, and I don't think it's going to go away. It's going to be around for a long time um, in every room of the house including the bathrooms, the kitchens, bedrooms, living rooms, and also in the colors that we wear. So you can look at the popular colors and they spill over into our closet. And if you look good in gray, you're going to wear it all the time. If you don't, you know, pick the favorite color that you like that you look the best in. Blue is another color that is coming into popularity. Every picture I look at No matter what the room is, they're bringing in blue. And blue is the new black. In every shade, from navy to cobalt to powder blue, you can't go wrong if you're going to use blue. It's the most popular color in the world. I didn't know this until I did some research, but I've always liked blue. And I think it uh, lends itself to uh, being a complement to every color scheme. And it also is a very crisp, clean color. So don't be afraid to use blue. Unless, of course, you don't like blue. Then don't use it. 
and then the red, white, and blue um, colors are always popular, but they seem to be more popular at certain times of the year or in certain parts of the country. I think um, back in New England, red, white, and blue is uh, very popular. If you don't like the red, you can always change it to burgundy. So burgundy, different shades of blues and whites or cream colors, that always makes for a good combination too. So in cabinets, guess what was the trend which was overdone? It was oak. That was the common species of wood and every kitchen that you walk into up until say the last oh, maybe 10 years, it was oak and it was usually stained honey color. So every kitchen I went into always looked the same. Definitely it was a time for a change. I don't see the oak cabinets anymore, so uh, you know here's a hint. If you have oak throughout the house and you don't really want to spend the money, you can always have them painted. But uh, oak cabinets also have becoming uh, really popular with a rift cut. It's a different way of cutting the tree, and it looks really good because there's no busy pattern on a rift cut oak. It's very sophisticated looking. All the grain is tight, running one way. And when you stain it with espresso, it looks like Wengay. You can put a veneer rift oak on a slab door, stain it Wengay. You've got a gorgeous contemporary kitchen. So how about Carrera marble? You think that's a fad or a trend? You know, Carrera marble has been around since the Italians decided to uh, do a lot of sculpturing. Uh, look at David. He's done in Carrera marble. And uh, the bad thing about Carrera is the high maintenance. It does stain, but then again, depending on the part of the country or the part of the world that you live in, Carrera, when it shows its stains, shows that you have enjoyed the kitchen and that you're a busy cook. In America, they're not so crazy about the staining of the marble. But there are other things you can do. It's high maintenance if you don't uh, seal it, but there are seals now that you can put on there and it deters wine from even soaking into the Carrera. So don't be afraid to use it. You know, Carrera has become so popular that engineered stone and porcelains that look exactly like Carrera are very popular, very easily attainable. So my opinion is Carrera is here to stay, but just don't overdo it. Uh, don't put it on the floor, the walls, the counters. I mean, there's the limit to that. You'll get sick of it. So let's switch over to appliance colors. White was the only color for appliances for a long time. And let's face it, in the old days, before the 50s, the only thing in a kitchen was a refrigerator and a stove, so you didn't really have a lot of choice. It was white, it was two appliances, that was it. But in the 50s, the manufacturers brought in color. I don't know, for some reason, somebody thought, oh, this would be good. Let's add uh, yellows and greens and turquoise and blues and, and browns and pinks. I'm sure it looked like a box of crayons in the old days. And we look now at the retro kitchens that were pink, and we think, oh, my God, how did they ever do that? But they did because it was in. It was actually a fad. So in the 60s, that's when the avocados and the harvest goals came in. You know, again, it dated the house, but at the time, for probably, oh, maybe almost 10 years, 
it was the in color. So you were um, trained to think, to think that, well, these are the colors. These are popular. My kitchen looks beautiful. It's avocado. You know, what other choices did you have? White, avocado, harvest gold. Or you went back to those pinks and turquoise, which people were tired of by that time. And then in the 60s, they brought in the copper tone, if you remember that. And that lasted till the 80s. And then white became really popular in the 80s. I think they were sick of all those colors and the coppers. And it was time for a cleaner look. And by the way, white is the most popular color for appliances in the world, I would think. And some manufacturers offer white glass, and that gives it more of a depth, and it's very sleek and contemporary. I have seen the white glass, and it's if you're into white, and you know, and sometimes you're picking colors, and you just think, well, white appliances are going to go with it. White cabinets, what choices do you have? Either you put the wood fronts, but then if you have a wall cabinet, it has to be either stainless or it has to be black. Or it could be the white glass. The white glass would actually have those wall cabinets blend right into the cabinets. So that's a good look, too. Uh, the stainless appliances became really popular in the 90s. And I think it's probably the most popular as of right now. And why? Well, because it looks industrial. It looks contemporary. Or it could look traditional. It goes with everything. But that industrial look became really popular when men started cooking in the kitchen and they liked that heavy restaurant look. And depending on the appliance uh, and depending on the handles that you pick for the appliances, you can have that true heavy look. Um, but then again, you have to do the rest of the kitchen to match. So don't forget that. So stainless has been a trend for 30 years. I would say it's definitely here to stay. I've heard a lot of people say, okay, I'm tired of stainless. It's hard to keep clean. It really isn't. There are special cleaners and cloths that will keep your stainless steel looking bright and shiny and new. So now, if you don't like stainless, and of course you're not going to go back to those colors, there are appliance companies that are doing graphite colors, and black stainless steel and dark brown. So you do have options. I would suggest you go look at those before you decide because these are not the items that you're going to change every other year. Several high-end appliance manufacturers are offering bright colors like the reds and the yellows that match the Ferrari cars. And of course, believe it or not, these appliances get their parts and pieces sprayed the same exact color Usually they're made in Italy, of course, and the Ferrari people have uh, okayed the colors so they match. So if you have a red Ferrari in your garage, guess what? You can have a freestanding gorgeous range to match. So some of the manufacturers are offering many, many colors. I know one in, for instance, they say, if you can think of it, we will color it. And you can actually use these colors, whether it's uh, a cobalt blue or a red, as a focal point in the kitchen or just an accent. In other words, maybe your range is red, but everything else is muted. Say it's white and your range is going to stick out. So that's your accent color. But remember, pick a color that you really, really like and that you won't get sick of in five years because the price of these ranges are not the kind of price that you want to just say, eh, 
if I don't like it, I'll just change it out in two years. It's really an investment. So think twice before you pick the color. So kitchen trends that are here to stay, in my opinion, I'll just give you a few of them. The open floor plan. You know, years ago, it was in to have your kitchen off in another area so that you can close the door and people wouldn't look in your messy kitchen. Well, several years ago, they started the open floor plan. And and I, I do have to admit that when I remodel houses, I do a lot of uh, remodeling surgery. I knock down walls. I want that kitchen to be part of the family room, part of an open area where people can come in, enjoy the kitchen, bring your friends in, the kids, the gatherings are in the kitchen. And everybody knows that. I'm sure you've heard people say, oh, kitchen is where the heart is. Yeah, that's where everybody wants to hang out. So why have a little compartment kitchen? Just open it up. So that floor plan is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And I really love it. Another uh, trend in a kitchen is the multi-cooking stations. In other words, when you have that open floor plan, you're going to have people coming in. and Well, even if you don't have a lot of people coming in, your kids can cook with you at the same time, your husband. You each have a task area. So by having these multi-cooking stations, by having uh, several sinks, which is another trend that I definitely recommend. You actually have areas that people can work at at the same time and not be stepping over each other. So think about that one. And the last one I'm going to throw at you is the cabinet accessories, the pullouts, the rollouts, the spice organizers, the shelving, the where to put your pot covers, where to put your spices. People have become more organized or maybe with the help of all of these items, they've become more organized. So they spend less time looking for everything and more time cooking and having fun. So definitely that is here to stay. Let's talk a little bit of lighting. You know, years ago when I did kitchens, I always used the halogen lights. Problem with that was it used to give off so much heat that people hated to put their lights on and that kind of negated the whole idea. And then there was xenon, and that was uh, short-lived. LED is the way to go. This isn't uh, a fad. It's not a trend. It's really a necessity. So if you're still using your old lights, I would suggest that you switch over to the LED lighting bulbs uh, or fixtures. They, they even come, some of the fixtures come with built-in LED lighting as part of the fixture, so you don't have to think twice about changing light bulbs. Uh, the LED lights will last you about 20-something years. If you don't know too much about LED lighting, I would suggest you go into the Premier Lighting website, and that would be shoppremier.com. Give them a call, and they will explain to you everything about LED. Go into their showroom, and they will show you the differences and why you should be using LED lighting. Now, that's both inside and outside, but... I haven't used regular lighting or non-LED lighting over the last at least five years. And by the way, if you stop into Premier's showroom in Scottsdale, you'll get a free gift when you mention to Ken that you were listening to my podcast. So hurry in while supplies last. I just want to say a few more things about lighting. Uh, First of all, I've noticed that the pendants over islands have gotten very large. They used to be very tiny, and they would use, oh, three to five pendants over an island. And now, using the larger ones, and you can use two, look a lot better and more like today. 
So don't be afraid to use the bigger pendants. Uh, they're almost called mini chandeliers or smaller chandeliers. Another lighting trend is to use a cleaner looking uh, chandelier. Not so fancy, but more especially this would go with the uh, transitional. Using a cleaner one. They are offering so many different chandeliers right now that I just can't pick one. I love them all. And the last thing I'm going to say about the your lighting choice is to go with the style that you feel you like. My hint of the day is to design your home around the things that make you feel good. Your favorite color, paintings, or chair. Go with it and enjoy it. Do you have a favorite trend that you would like to share? Do you have a favorite trend that you would like to share? If so, email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com so we can talk about it. What am I going to talk about next week? Well, I guess you'll just have to wait and see. And you can subscribe to Home Design Chat with Nancy so that you don't miss anything. Well, I hope you have a great day and hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. Mm-hmm.